0: Hello, welcome back to the Woman Weapon Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Eliza, as per usual, and woman, you're a weapon. Now, I actually recorded this two weeks ago. I always put off listening because who actually does like the sound of their own voice? Um, And it, you know, you're like, well, not good then. Why why are you trying to do a podcast, you silly little so-and-so? Oh, also, just a disclaimer, there may be explicit language used and adult themes. Listen at your own peril. Peril? Is it peril or peril? For fuck's sake. Right, basically, don't like it, don't listen. Right, on with it. So, I um, recorded this, put off listening to it for a while, and then I literally spent two hours editing it, and I was like, this is some horse shite. So, we're going to go again. This episode is about going where you're valued and not proving your worth to people because a lot of us are doing it i i'm victim of doing that i hold my hands up you know lock me away throw away the key at least i'm being honest and i think some tips and tricks and also some idioms of my experience could maybe enlighten and educate others on how to do better right because this goes for many different aspects many different areas we're talking work we're talking lads 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 or, if you're into girls, 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 we're talking friendships. We're talking a multitude of things. This is a multifaceted topic, okay. So on with it. Also, I do find I often record these with a a alcoholic beverage because it helps me sort of gain a bit of that confidence. Liquid look, liquid courage, as they say in Harry Potter, I know they do say liquid look, don't they? So this week I've got I've got a hot chalk which is actually more of a burnt choc to be honest because <laughs> uh I'm gonna get into it in a second love calm down um because last week I, I thought yeah treat myself have a hot choc instead of a gin and a bloody well didn't make it hot enough so it was a lukewarm choc I mean it, it's called a hot choc for a reason I put my marshmallows in it and it, they didn't even melt I was excited to get to them at the bottom they the exact same as when I put them in. <laughs> it was a real lukewarm chalk. And now, I thought learn learned from your mistakes. It's a burnt chalk. Bloody hell. Anyhow, going where we're valued, not proving our worth to people. Let's take this seriously. Get your notebook out. Let's make some notes. So, first and foremost, I'm going to kick off talking about men. This is for the heterosexual ladies. I am sick and tired of hearing... Of the amount of women being breadcrumbed by these boys and yeah no they're not men they are boys because why are you trying to lead somebody on it can be really hard to actually see that sometimes because you have yeah, the rose tinted glasses on me myself i've often really seen the best in people and had so much empathy for a person i completely overlook their negative qualities and the fact that they might be treating me in a way they actually don't deserve um but it's this weird sort of cycle where they'll give you a little bit, a little taste of what it is that you like or you're fond of, you deserve, and then they'll pull it away, they'll pull back, and then you'll find yourself trying to earn that good feeling again, trying to get that hit again. Um, I'm sure there's a psychological explanation term for this, but you know, that's not something I know, so it's basically... Bread crumbing. I'm sick of hearing about these women who are like falling head over heels for these guys who don't do shits for them. The bare minimum. They'll do the bare minimum, and in fact, not even these girls will be begging for the men to be doing the bare minimum. It's like basic level of communication, basic level of respect. Let's try and get into the habit of taking those rose tinted glasses off and. I understand like the beginning stages of liking someone, it's exciting, it's fun, da 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 da. But this is when you can really do yourself dirty because you do often overshadow the negative qualities or the ways that you are not being treated in the best way. So let's take those glasses off and let's be a little bit more analytical. Let's date like men and make the list. Make the list of the pros and cons because If you are just choosing to ignore the negative traits, everyone has negative traits, we're all human, but some of them are deal breakers and some of them aren't even deal breakers but they just might not align with you. They might be uh, certain boundaries that you're not willing to get rid of. So let's actually be realistic here. You can still be excited about the guy but just don't be unrealistic in your expectations. He's showed you how he feels about you by the way that he's treating you and you think he's going to change. He's not. If he's not asking you on a date, don't bother. Because the guy doesn't even want you and why do you want someone who doesn't want you? I don't think the phrase if he wanted to, he would stands for every single scenario. But, generally speaking, it stands for a lot of them. And I don't think any more women should be breadcrumbed along and feeling as a result of that like they are uh, of less worth or of less value. You know, because... That's not cute. Keep your crown on, queen. And don't let that get tilted. Do not let that shit get tilted. Just because some musty, crusty, dusty guy who probably doesn't even wash his own socks isn't taking you out. You don't want that. You don't, trust me. He obviously does not value you. So don't go there. And I know, you know, it does seem like, well, where are all the good men? I'd rather have something over nothing... That's dumb. That's dumb. You should rather have nothing over something shit. Go where you're valued, and do not try and convince that guy, who's already not treating you in a way that you deserve, do not be begging him for the bare minimum. Do not be begging this guy to take you out, because trust me, there's billions of men in this world and if you seriously think that the one for you is the guy who doesn't even floss and who won't even spend 20 quid on a couple drinks for you, then you need to do some evaluation on how it is that you perceiving yourself because you do deserve better. And I think for women, it does come a lot down to the fact that we actually don't believe that wholeheartedly. And you do get caught up in the cycle, like I said. So... To try and snap yourself out of that as soon as possible is a really, really valuable tool and a very important thing. I've got myself all hot and bothered now. I'm going to have a sip of my my burnt chalk. (laughs) At least the marshes have melted this week. But yeah, just try and be rational. Make lists if that's your thing. Tell also a good tactic. Tell your girls, tell your friends everything about him don't withhold those qualities that you're withholding because you know the reaction you know the response you're going to get from your girls okay it's like when you tell your mom about that friend you say one bad thing it's like after that the perception that your mother has on that friend is completely tarnished right so you go and you tell your friends because the reason why you're not telling your girls the things that you're not telling them it's because you know that they're not going to be happy with that, and either they're going to say to you, mate, you can do so much better, why are you literally begging this guy for attention? It's better off that you don't get any from him, because trying and trying and trying to get him to see you, trying to get him to see your worth, trying to prove yourself to him, is only in the long run going to make you feel so much worse, so don't do it, Mm-mm, absolutely not, no thank you, if you know your friends are going to disapprove of something and if you can think about it logically in the sense of if my friend said this to me and if this was my mate's situation and I wouldn't like it and I would advise them against this person, then darling that's your answer. Billions of men in this world understand that you are so valued, you are high value, you are incredible woman you're a weapon why are you trying to convince someone to give you the bare minimum Do not try and prove your worth to these boys who won't even take you to Macys and pay for it take you to Macys and ask you to split the bill take you on take you in their car and call it a date they'll go say let's go for a drive and they'll call it a date and like I said, it does seem like there's not a whole lot of great guys out there and sometimes you do just want the attention. But cool, get on Hinge then, get on Tinder, go on a couple dates. But in my experience, going on dates can make me feel actually so much worse about the state of men. So maybe maybe go on Hinge and Tinder and don't go on the dates. Get your little validation there. Everyone needs a bit of validation, as long as we don't crave it like to literally get through a week. You know, it's healthy to want a bit of validation. To be like, okay, I've still got it. Yeah, I'm still cute, but just be doing the work yourself to realize that although you might not be getting a bunch of attention from guys, that means you're actually doing a good thing. Who wants a bunch of attention from these guys? Like I said, probably don't wash their own socks, don't floss, have very poor, poor hygiene. They don't even have a, a fragrance, an aftershave. Some of them probably don't even need to shave. What one man won't do, another man absolutely will. Millions and billions of men in the world and you're getting yourself caught up over this one who has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. He's probably just the best of a bad bunch. And you're getting yourself all caught up in a little frenzy of oh, but maybe he's my soulmate. Like you're watching all these tarot videos on TikTok and like, it's he's my twin flame. He's not. Don't do it to yourself. Get a couple new hobbies. Get a routine. Stop centering your life and your days around how desirable men find you because that's only going to make you feel a hundred times worse about yourself. So the next section is friendships. Friends. Football friends. Um, Some equally if you feel like you're having to perform for your friends in order for them to have that same love for you then they're not your mates you're part of the circus and you're making yourself the clown drop the facade be you and there will be people out there who love you for exactly who the fuck you are and all of your brilliance and you should not feel shit because some people don't understand you or people are committed to misunderstanding you because listen I've had so many friends in my time, my 23 years, and I've had friends come and go because that's life. Not all these friends were shit. Some of them grew to be kind of shit, but some of them we also just grew out of one another and that's fine and that happens, but best believe when I've lost a friend, I've gained one that was 10 times better. Within the past three years, I've actually gained three of my absolute closest friends, relationships and friendships that I I thought I had with other friends in the past, but I realised like it actually was never as deep as that, Um, which I think is a really beautiful and very valuable thing as well because it just goes to show that there's not a cut-off point and there's not an expiry date on love or friendships. And people will fuck with you for exactly who you are and if you're feeling like you're having to perform and having to pretend to fit into the mould of maybe who it was, that you were before then you've got to go and you've got to say listen there's no hard feelings but we've just outgrown one another and that's absolutely fine because you don't want it equally as well like the guy thing you don't want to get stuck in this cycle of craving the validation from someone who isn't going to give it to you in a healthy way and you shouldn't crave their validation like that's not healthy anyway but getting into the cycle of getting like a fix when they do something which makes you feel good and you you make it something that's ten times bigger than it actually is and you go, oh, yeah, okay, so we are friends, and like, they do like me and I shouldn't be worried and da 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 then the next day they do something to disappoint you and you're here feeling really awful about yourself again and you're thinking, well, I've done something wrong. You might bring it up to the person. You might try and communicate about it. And, and in my experience, I've done that a few times and the person's just been like, no, there's nothing wrong. Or they've been like, no it's you, like I'm just busy, I've just been working and I'm like, no I understand that but also um, you don't treat me the same, like our conversations, you're always putting me down, you're not being very nice, you're not supportive, it's always me asking how you are, it's always me checking in on you, it's always me calling, it's always me asking to meet, da 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 da, and you have to be aware of those things. And their lack of effort is not in any way a reflection of your worth, at all. If being in a person's company makes you feel worse about yourself, then do yourself a favour and leave. And, you know, it's kind of ripping off the plaster or the band-aid. And it hurts, for that time being but you get the fuck over it and you move on and you find people who are better suited for you and who have your best intentions at heart and who, like I said, maybe those people weren't toxic or maybe they weren't even malicious, maybe maybe you just grew apart, but you will find people who are way more aligned with you and whereby you feel like you don't have to perform and you don't, you can just be you, you can just be yourself because if you're not being you then how can you say that you actually have these quality friends They don't have a friend in you because who you're being is not even yourself. Call me a philosopher. Philosopher Rachel Eliza. Born 1998. (laughs) First coined this theory (laughs) in 2022. Um, But listen, if you're around shit long enough, it stops smelling. It does, doesn't it? Listen, let's be vulgar. If you're sitting on the toilet and you're on TikTok, you've just dropped the kids off at the pool... (laughs) It stops smelling bad. It does. It does. Why do you think back in the olden days? weren't They weren't that old days. But, you know, there'd be a magazine rack in the bathroom and your dad would be reading the paper on the toilet. Obviously, I said the olden days. They're the olden days for me because that was years ago. However, you still might be in a household where there is a magazine rack in the toilet. It's because that shit stops smelling after a while. If you didn't adjust to the smell of the shit, if it didn't become the norm for you, then you would have just dumped and ran. You're around that group of friends long enough, you're around that guy long enough, you're in that workplace long enough, and you're being treated kind of way, where it all of a sudden it doesn't feel like shit anymore, it just feels uncomfortable. But you've adjusted to it, which is why sort of that sense of you feeling negatively about it has diminished because, it's just what you've known it's just what you're used to now um and it maybe it feels like a bit of a safe space for you and people don't like to do things generally that bring them discomfort so being in that space which maybe feels safe which feels um regular which feels like consistent which feels just what you know it's more comfortable but not in the long term only in the short term like only at the time when you're going through the motions is it kind of comfy because the shit has stopped smelling Now, I did just say about workplace, this is really important and it's a bit different because obviously there are elements where you do have to sort of prove yourself, you do have to earn your place. However, if you are doing the most and feeling like you are not getting the um, respect that you deserve, then that is a massive issue and I have a couple of experiences with this and examples. So firstly, the more recent example, I was working at a pub and you know what? I don't actually have experience in like a big girl job like a salary. I've never been a salary bitch. But I find with my experience and in other people's experiences, it's these shitty like not they're not necessarily part-time roles, but they're shit pay. It's not really a career path for most people who are within the roles. Would well, they will take advantage of you. It's like the minimum wage roles. They will take fucking advantage of you. And especially at pubs where there's alcohol and you might be working late hours and you're around like this one little cosy quaint team all day and they really make you feel like uh, like you're a family, you know, because like, you know, cause you're like a daughter to me. So uh, can you do us a favour? Can you come in on both your days off this week? They'll be like, oh, thank you so much for that. Yeah, look, you're really a team player. Yeah, that's great. And then when it comes to a time when actually you need your legal time off, and all of a sudden, they're gonna get shitty with you. And it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it, I did you a favor last week. I had no days off. They will take advantage of the fact that you think they do care about you and you think they do give a shit about you. They actually don't. So do not be breaking your back for these shitty minimum wage roles. At this particular establishment, I left that role And actually, was a customer for a while. Then something happened where my friend literally got assaulted, and me and my friend were the ones who got kicked out, not the man who assaulted her. And I sent my old boss a message because I wanted to go and talk to him the next day about it. He said, "I'll talk to you tomorrow." We actually never ended up speaking. I went in, and he basically told the guy on the bar like they didn't have time. I had to go home, but I went to the effort to go and talk to him, even though he should have come to me because, hello, my friend got assaulted and then we got thrown out. Anyway, I sent a message saying like, oh, you know, you weren't available today, I can come in tomorrow, no problem. Because I'm an adult and I know these conversations are much better had verbally, because communication, you know, but then I'm a woman, I'm smarter like that. You know how it is. Basically, he wasn't having it. And I I said to him, I was like, I would have expected from you as I'm a loyal ex-employee that your loyalties would be with me and that you'd have more respect for me to actually hear out what happened. And he basically, he was just like, Oh, some loyal ex-employee you are. I'm thinking, pardon. Right. That's it. There was more said than that, but basically never went back again. And another one, I was doing one particular job that was more aligned with what I want my career to be in. Um, so it was a dance related job and it was, uh, well, it was an internship, I was doing it for free, and I was going, um, it was actually during, in between lockdowns, and so there was many COVID restrictions, basically, in short, there was so much more to it because of COVID, you know, like, cleaning the studios, cleaning the toilets in between every class, we would have never had to clean the toilets anyway, um, doing a lot of safety measures and procedures, uh, and stuff like that, and I tried really hard and I really wanted my goal was to have a class um with this particular establishment because I knew that they did have good progression with some of their interns and I managed to sub I managed to step in for two classes when the the teachers were like running really late and they asked me they're like this is a massive favor if you could just take this class It was like one minute to spare and I just made up the choreography on the spot and I did it and I was really proud of myself I did get employee well intern of the month um they were like as a prize for being intern of the month you get to pick either some free merch or you can have an hour in the studio so and so can film you and we can edit it and just give you a really good piece of content a good video to put in your showreel or whatever and i was like oh i'll do that obviously anyway i was following up on that for several months nada nothing not even something And that's just fucking disappointing. And I still kept on being there for a couple more months until I had to ask. I already felt like I'd earned my place at this point. I'd covered two classes and then I had to ask um, to be a part of this online teaching thing they were doing. And they were like, yeah, 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 sure, babe. I think I went in for six hours, filmed several different routines, and it was an on-demand video sort of thing. So you had to really go into detail. It wasn't like a live Zoom class. Um... And I was trying my absolute best. And then the time comes when everyone's um, classes go live, mine was never on there. And I didn't get the money either as quickly as I would have done for other jobs. And so I messaged and I said, oh, I actually can't see my class on the website. You know, I've got people who wanna do it. Could you let me know when it's gonna be put up? And I had a weird feeling about this. And lo and behold, the person messaged me back saying, oh, hi, hi, Rachel. Yeah, you know, we did actually have some issues with your videos again, it's like I had to ask technically my employer, asking them for why they weren't using my work and why they were withholding my payment. I did the job, you pay me. The payment isn't a lot anyway. And also, if you do have an issue with paying me for it, you should have come to me and told me what exactly was wrong. So I was like that's muggy as fuck this is also a pandemic that's not okay I went to one of my mentors and she said to me you've got to go where you're valued if you feel like they're not valuing you then you just gotta cut your losses and go because also they're not paying a lot you're really not missing out on much but you've got to be proud of yourself for sticking out for that long and for trying and trying to make those connections and make the effort there to make it happen knowing when to try and equally knowing when to stop are really, really important components of all the points I've made. Romantic relationships, friendships, workplaces, because you do want to try and you do want to see if you could have the best possible outcome. Those three um, points are quite varied and quite different. I would try harder in a workplace than I would with some guy who's not even taken me out on one date, but analyzing, hang on, I've, I've done way too much here. I've done way too much and they should have the respect for me to give me a little more something, a little something something, and they're not. So let me run with that because they're showing me with their actions how they feel about me. Having boundaries for what you're willing to tolerate is something you need to be thinking about a lot. Knowing when to stop, I mean, that that is having boundaries. That is having boundaries. That's exactly what it is. It's knowing how far you're going to let something go or what you will allow to happen until you say, do you know what? No, this isn't for me. Thank you. Ta-ta. Good luck. Have a great day. I hope you don't lose any sleep at night for how you treat me. And I think I also said this earlier, don't let your empathy, if you're a very empathetic person, do not let your empathy fucking self-sabotage you and make you have a shitty experience when you don't deserve that. Because some of us will be doing the most to justify, especially when it comes to boys, to justify um, when we're not being treated in the best way and to justify that behaviour because it's like, oh, but, you know, like, his girlfriend cheated on him and da-da-da-da-da. So he needs to go to therapy then. He needs to heal. And you're not his therapist. He's, she's, and they's. The girls and the gays, that's the tea today. Thank you so much for listening to the Woman Weapon podcast. I'm Rachel Eliza. You can follow the podcast um, on Insta it's woman underscore weapon. Oh, and if you would be so kind as to give the podcast um, a rating, five stars, and a review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be really, really helpful. Thank you so much. Don't forget, woman, you're a weapon.